Good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Cars Academy here, Christian Center Shreveport Daily Podcast. Pray you're having a good day today. Uh, we come to you again, our last day here from Germany. And we are speaking about why do we have to be involved in this war in the heavenlies. Close it out and give you keys to becoming victorious in this day of battle. All right, let's tune in. And up to it, sword in our hands, we will march in the battle. Blessings, blessings to you, and greetings from what they call the Deutschland, Germany. We're so glad to be here. It's Thursday. It's the 25th day of January 2024. It's hard to believe this month is almost over. We are rolling into some new seasons. Um, So glad you're with us. Just a quick announcement for you guys. If you are up in the northwest part of America... I will be up in an area of Eugene, Oregon, if you're in that area. And we're going to be ministering on a deliverance conference up there with uh, Scott Hooper on our staff and uh, a pastor friend of mine has a church there, Pastor Brad Neuschwander. And uh, we're going to be doing some real key words about how to be free uh, against the enemy in your own life and, and the power of deliverance that comes from the Lord. We'll be there on February 8th through the 11th, Super Bowl weekend in America. But if you're in that area, we'd love to have you. Just email me and I can uh, give you the information about where it is and how. So uh, yeah, we'll talk to you more about that as the days come ahead. All right, we started yesterday talking about uh, why we have to war. Uh, sometimes I've always asked the question of the Lord. I, I've said this. I said, Lord, this battle between you and Satan, I said, that's kind of a family issue <laughs> between you and him. Why, why do we have to get involved? Why do we have to do this? Why don't you just take him out? And I, I haven't got a clear answer, to be honest with you. Uh, but it is a, the joy of being a part of the family of God with him to fight for his kingdom. He's given me life. He's given you life. He's given us purpose in the earth. And what greater return of our love for him can we do but to destroy the works or be a part of manifesting the destruction of the works of his enemy? He's defeating him through the cross. We have to apply it and walk it out. And that's the beauty. I think the difference between us and the angelic realm is the basic free will or the choice, I guess a better way of putting it. We have chosen after he chose us first to follow him and serve him. It is not a one-way relationship like it is with the created realm where they are given duties and they do what they're told, basically. I mean, they love doing it, 
but we have a choice to do it or not do it. And to make a willful choice to, Lord, I want to fight for you, and I want to fight for your kingdom. And I want to, I want to see the manifestation of all the works of Satan defeated before my very eyes. Don't you? See, that's the thrill of serving our Father, the lover of our soul. He, he has done so much for us. How can we neglect such a great salvation by saying, look, I'd rather not fight for you, Lord, even though he fought for you. He fought for you. He loved you while you were yet a sinner. He continues to love you even while you don't serve him with all your heart. Maybe you serve him with parts of your heart, whatever. And uh, our progression as a believer, uh, being married to him in a sense, uh, how would you like to be married to somebody who has multiple lovers, multiple other things that they love beside you? It would be very difficult, wouldn't it? Well, he continues to love us. And his beauty of pursuing us is, is everlasting. So I'm so thankful for that. That's the mercy of God. And I want to fight for that God, that Father. So that's one of the reasons we're here today to talk about that. I ended yesterday's podcast talking about the, the kingdom of Satan. And uh, we clarified that uh, according to the scripture in Matthew 12, that he does have a kingdom, number one. And basically, it's not divided. Because he said there, if Satan divides out Satan, he's divided his own kingdom. How then can the kingdom stand? So his kingdom is standing. So it's a pure implication that, first of all, Satan has his kingdom. And secondly, it's not divided. It's highly organized. And thirdly, it stands and has not yet been overthrown. Uh, then Now, it's been defeated, like I said, on the cross. But it has to be applied. We have to apply that work of the cross. He went on to say in that passage that if you drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do you drive them out? So then they will be your judges. He's talking about his sons, the sons of the Pharisees. But he says, but if I drive them out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come un- upon you. You see, first Jesus here, he mentions another kingdom, the kingdom of God. First, he speaks of Satan's kingdom. Then he speaks of the kingdom of God. And he describes one particular point where the conflict between these two kingdoms is brought right out into the open. He says, when I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then you know that the kingdom has come. That's one of the reasons we do this. Because when we have victory over the demonic, over the enemy, and it's in a public display like this, then the followers, those who, who watch what we do, will know the kingdom of God has come. I think that implication is, is, is what our ministry is called to do, what we are all called to do, to drive out dreams, to drive, drive out the demonic and the entities of Satan's kingdom into the open. It, and let others see it, it shows the superiority of the kingdom of God because the demons are driven out under the authority of that kingdom. That's the kingdom we serve. So there are two kingdoms in opposition, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And we need to understand that fully as we engage in this battle. And we have been put in the kingdom of God. 
And that is something that I'm really pursuing right now is to raise up an army um, to fight that fight. I, I think the, the battle is, is where's our soldiers? And many times, uh, if not almost all the time, some of our greatest soldiers are in the hands of the enemy. You think about Paul, Saul of Tarsus at that time. There was no greater enemy to the Jewish people uh, who had believed in Jesus as the Messiah. After Pentecost, there was no greater enemy than Saul of Tarsus. And what does God do? Supernaturally, but still nonetheless, there took some requirement on the people of the body of Christ to to draw him in. Ananias had to go and talk to him uh, after he was blinded by the Lord. He was, in, he was in the hands of the enemy. And so I want to say this to you right now. Many, if not most, of the warriors we need are in the hands of the enemy. Thus, we need a harvest. That's what we're fighting for. Well, this is one of the reasons we fight against the kingdom of Satan. Because we understand he holds not only, not only uh, 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 territory because of the power he has, but he also holds those that we want in our army, our friends, our family members, those that we know that belong to the kingdom of God who are heirs of salvation. That's what we're fighting for. So when we pray for a harvest, we pray for an ingathering, we have to do it. Remember this, when I gave a word recently uh, that we are at Kadesh Barnea again, and this is a a word where God gives us second chances. Kadesh Barnea was the place that Israel was supposed to enter the land and go into the land of promise. The land that they wanted, the property, the milk and honey, where the the fruit was fruitful, was in the hands of the enemy. The giants were in the land. Everything that they had been promised was being controlled by the enemy. This is a sign that you have an opportunity to enter a new place and a new season is when you see that. They also had the enemy in front of them and the enemy behind them. Pharaoh's behind them, the Amalekites were in front of them. Look, here's what I'm, my point of this. You're going to be in warfare. Even if you choose, quote, not to engage, you face an enemy behind you that will lull you to sleep and lull the body of Christ to sleep, better way of putting it, because I think most of you are warriors, and cause you not to be engaged. And look, that's a victory for Satan. When you are so inundated with personal problems, when you are so focused and self-absorbed with your life, or my life, if I'm doing that, I don't want to just point like there's other people and I I don't battle, I do battle too, then I'm no good for the kingdom either. And Satan's kingdom grows. So the enemy actually is winning through a subtle way. We must go ahead and face the enemy in front of us, the enemy where our promise lies, where those that we want to see in the kingdom are being held right now. That's the enemy we must face. In Colossians 1, verses 12 through 14, Paul says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, 
in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Notice here, there are two dominions or two domains or two kingdoms. This is the kingdom of light in which our inheritance lies, but there's also a dominion or a kingdom of darkness. The word translated dominion there in the Greek, exousia, which means authority. In other words, whether we like it or not, Satan has some level of authority here. Now, we know that the Lord rules over him, but he has some level. He is the ruler. That's where his kingdom, that's where his authority lies, of the kingdom in which the Bible recognizes. I've already told you that. So these two kingdoms are engaged in mortal warfare. And the war is coming to its climax in our day as the age comes to its close. And I believe this year is going to be a big year in this battle. Well, our time's just about up today, but I want to encourage you uh, to focus on this and to not lose sight of what we're contending for. And uh, as we literally move into the heavenlies with heavenly warfare that comes from the Lord, and we've given those principles all week long, uh, on how to engage in this, but I wanted to make sure you're a firm believer, and I am already and have been, that we are in a different kingdom and there is another kingdom out there. I, I think this year or last year, the Lord just really downloaded on me a new, not a new revelation, but a greater understanding about the kingdom of darkness. Because Satan is corrupt, his kingdom is deteriorating just through corruption that is uh, infiltrated his whole kingdom you understand his own soldiers his own people that work with him hate and they hate each other so there's always a corruption thus as in the days of noah so shall it be now his greatest soldiers foot soldiers are people remember genesis 6 the days of noah he says that every man's heart was intent on evil well, that's, that's an army. They're working for the kingdom of darkness. That's why we must fight now. And we don't want to allow our friends, our loved ones, those we are believing for in our nations, to be a part of that army. We want them to be a part of the army of the kingdom of God and be a warrior, be a foot soldier, be a general, whatever God has intended for them. Remember, the reward's the same whether you're a general or a private. Whatever your assignment is, you do what you're called to do, and God greatly rewards. I think we're going to be shocked when we get to heaven and see the placement of so many at the throne of God who did not have earthly titles, but had kingly titles, kingdom titles, just like you see in Hebrews chapter 11 of many who suffered for the cause of the, of the gospel. Well, I hope this encouraged this week. Uh, I know war is not a great subject. But it's a necessity, it's a necessary subject right now because we're in one. We might as well equip ourselves and we might as well go forward. Father, I pray for everybody today as we close out this week's basic Lord podcast, tomorrow's Supernatural Friday. But I pray right now that they be encouraged and fight the good fight. Run the race that's been set before them. Let them finish. Let them be poured out for your kingdom. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Shreveport. So glad 
you are with us. We have some amazing things coming up. Uh, if you're interested in our Olive School of Ministry, full-time ministry, please go to our website, Olive SM, that means Olive School of Ministry, sm.com, and you can read about it and look if you're interested in doing this. We'd love to have you. All right, come back tomorrow. Join us here on our daily podcast. Bye-bye.